I recently talked about the fact that Fantastical 3, the calendar app for iOS and macOS, now charges £40 per year to get full advantage of all the functionality. So I decided to look at Apple Calendar as an alternative. Hi, I'm Julian and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. Now, in fairness to Flexibits, who developed Fantastical, they have said that anyone with Fantastical 2 can continue to use it with all the existing functionality without actually paying the fee, which is all well and good, but I hate, I literally hate the fact that I can see functionality in the app when you select it tells you that you have to pay to use it. Now, having an app that restricts usage until you pay is absolutely fine. That's a reasonable choice. If the functionality that you've not paid for is hidden, great. Having an app that's in your face about what you're missing, I don't think is reasonable. The way they've done it is to show you all the functions and then throw up a message if you try to use it. And I get that from a commercial point of view. They want people to sign up and pay. I get it. I understand. But it just doesn't seem very moral. Now, I signed up for the free trial of Fantastic L3 and it's good. It's very, very good. I'm just not sure that it's £40 per year good. That's right, £40 per year. I bought Fantastical 2 approximately four years ago for a one-off price of about £38. Now that in itself wasn't a small investment, but it was just a one-off. It wasn't an annual fee. And I feel I've had my money's worth that £40 every year no thank you. So, although I can revert to using Fantastical 3 without the added extras, the fact that I can see them but not get to them is a little bit of a deal breaker for me. Shame, because it is a really fantastic app. So what I've done is I've dusted down the native Apple Calendar app to see if it works for me, on both my iPhone and on my MacBook. Now, Fantastical 2 has been relegated, not deleted, I've just turned off all the notifications and turned on Apple Calendar. It's no Fantastical 3, but a calendar is a calendar, isn't that right? Cosmetically, they are miles apart. Functionally, I can see my appointments. So let's take a look at Apple Calendars in a bit more depth. The calendars that you can view are those that are set up in password and account section within settings and once you've added them you can toggle which account you want to view in the calendar and you can set the different colours to make them identifiable. And at the bottom of the screen, this is on the iOS version, there are today calendars and inbox. Today takes you straight to today. It's pretty obvious really, it's a quick shortcut. Calendars will take you to a list of the calendars that you can select where, what you want to actually view, and Inbox will show you all the invitations that need your attention, and you can uh, more than likely receive these invitations by email too. If you're viewing the calendar in annual mode, uh, the whole year up front, then you can click on the current month, and it will zoom in to actually show the current and the next month, and the uh, dots uh, that you can see under each date shows you that there are appointments on those days. And you can click on the date, 
it'll remove the month view and show each day as a continuous stream. If you click on the third icon in from the right, I have no idea what to call it, but it looks like a calendar, it will zoom in on the day and show the agenda view for that day. It takes a little bit of playing around to see how to get to certain views, but they are all there. Now adding an entry is as simple as clicking on the plus button at the top right of the screen. Then complete all the fields that you need. You can select which calendar you want to add the event to. You can also add invitees to events or meetings. And the invitees will receive the invitations because they are invitees, which means they get invitations. Uh, so you can, they will receive the invitation to the event and they can respond. And you will be able to see whether or not they've responded and who is coming to that meeting. And you can also add links and documents that you want to share as well. Now, one big downside for me is the inability to add things like a WebEx, Skype or Zoom details for the meeting invite. Uh, and the fact that you can't link Apple reminders to the Apple calendar. I would have expected this to have been a given. But maybe that's what you get from having different development teams working in silos. They haven't considered all of the options or even looked at what their customers actually want. I'm maybe being a little disingenuous here. On their own, the two apps work great and deliver exactly what they say on the box. You can also subscribe to certain calendars, such as sporting fixtures, for example, and these can be added too, so they can be displayed uh, where you want to uh, where you want to see them. Apple Calendar is a good basic calendar used to use, and it does come built into iOS and macOS. So you know it is there; it is free for uh, for for want of a better phrase. And also, if you share calendars with another Apple user, that works really, really well. It's uh, very well done. There are other calendar apps available, of course. So, you know, whilst I've dusted this one down to use, I could have looked at one from Google, such as uh, the Google Calendar. However, on the iPhone, I have found that rather wanting. As much as I use a lot of the Apple Google services, the iOS calendar doesn't really do it for me. It's just a bit clunky. That's my opinion. May not be yours. Nor, for that matter, does Gmail. I can't add Google accounts. Uh, non, sorry, I'll try that again. You can't add non-Google accounts to Gmail, which means having to use more than one email app, which really sort of defeats the object. If you need a good basic calendar that allows you to create, edit and delete events, then this could very well be for you if you've not used a calendar before or you're also looking for a change. I started to use Apple Calendar because the calendar I've been using for the last four years has had a bit of a makeover and to get everything is now £40 per year and it seems like extortion. Admittedly, I don't have to use all of the new features and functions they've created and delivered, and I can continue to use it for free. I just don't like seeing all of the asterisks that show me what I'm not getting. I will persevere with Apple calendars for a while, but I do have to admit I miss the absolutely gorgeous user interface that Fantastic Owl 3 gives. It is so slick. It's friendly to use. Uh, it's got great natural language capability. I have a feeling I'm going to be going back there and sucking up the fact that I can't use the extra bits. 
That's all for this episode. Hopefully you found something interesting. And if you have any comments, then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, please remember, productivity matters. Productivity matters.